You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Company that only makes um, old NES games, and they'll like do a limited release. Where they'll like have look at the cartridge. See it sticking out of there. It's white. white. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah, only paid fifty bucks for that. <laughs> Actually, I think it was like forty. Wow. But it's really cool. It'll change your your shape, like as you're dropping it, it'll start fucking with you. No, it'll rotate cool. it for you. No, it's not no, cool at all. At one point, it it inverts the screen so now all of the blocks are floating from Going the bottom up, up oh. and you still have to get tetris no. or tetra yeah man it's tough and i'll just do it randomly so much it is kind of a joy you know what if you've played the regular tetris all your life what? it's a nice little challenge right never because it's that. unexpected <laughs> have you seen gamestop is uh greatest video game start, what next week or the week after mm-hmm. they're gonna start releasing uh like three-fourth scale arcade games Oh, I did like see that. Yeah, cabinets. they're on a pre-sale for like four hundred bucks. Uh, two hundred. I am. V- oh, is it two hundred? Yeah, I think it's like two ninety-nine. It's a lot. They get you with that ninety-nine. It is, but considering like a full-size cabinet is like twelve hundred. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. It's not bad. I'm tempted. The, Plus, I want to sit down and play arcade. There's um, there's a Street Fighter one. Mm-hmm. Which one would you get? Would you get Street Fighter? Probably just because that's the one. Uh, I feel like I'd be a, like a poser if I got the uh, the gyrus sit down one. You know, it's like I don't know anything about gyrus, but yeah. Street Fighter. I was raised on the mean streets of okay. Street Fighter <laughs> in the Pizza Hut arcade. Fight! Round one. Fight! Yeah, dude. So you you got the at the Let's Play Expo. The Let's Play. Have Did you they been have to that any... before? No, I've oh, never been. It's so fun, man. Yeah, yeah, it's getting bigger every year. You dig it. It's, yeah. it's totally your crowd. It's probably not the best weekend. Not the best time <laughs> of year to go <laughs> no. do stuff like that. You decided to have a child right around uh, this time of year. So yeah. that's, on, that's on you. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It is. It's it's totally my fault, dude. I checked out the new uh, that that rock sky sky. Oh, you did see that sky hard. You've been joking about that for uh, for months now. It yeah. seems, and uh, it was only a matter of time. I know your love of Die Hard. Well, it, I was waiting for a time where I could use like my movie pass to go <laughs> check it out. Oh, hope you hope this wasn't uh, Friday PM. No, dude. It, if you look at it, they have this new thing now. If it's peak time, you have to pay a little bit of money on right. top of it. It's surge pricing, but. It's every screening, like every all day, every screening of mm-hmm. if it's at least two weeks old, mm-hmm. then yeah, you 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 have to like. There is no movie. Uh, like I'm sitting there going, what? Why? Yeah. Why can't I go see anything? Why? Why is this happening? Uh, did you hear about how they ran out of money? They ran out of money. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this is like the death rattle for Movie Pass. It could go one of two ways. Mm. It could be like. And and the obvious is that it's just going to die. Yeah, it, they had to take out a five million dollar loan. Yeah, which just by the to way, keep things afloat. Who is loaning that much who? money? Who you know, to, to this man. company with all their uh, with all the issues they've been having? Right, just been on a downward spiral. So there's that, or it's I'm going to cancel my subscription to Movie Pass, mm-hmm. and suddenly they're going to turn it around. And it's going to be awesome. Hey, listen, which I doubt is going to happen. Nothing says you can't come back. People usually do that all the time with Netflix. Actually, it, they have a, a put it on hold. They have a, a stipulation in their contract if you oh. cancel your your, your membership, <laughs> you can never you have to wait come like back. it's like six months. 
to what? come back. They're punishing you for using their service? For stopping their service. <sighs> well, that is a bad business model. Yeah. Never want to punish your customers. So, uh, yeah, I'll be canceling my Farewell, service. Farewell, Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. We barely knew ye. It was nice those first few months when I got to just go see movies. <laughs> Alamo's got a in beta their own uh, subscription service now. I'm on it. Sign uh, me, me up. Me too, right? Sign it's me already, you got to get on the waiting list. That's how popular it is. But that's what all the movie chains are moving to. AMC has already said they're coming out and doing their own subscription yeah, service. Yeah, the right? AMC A-list or something like yeah. that. It was a good idea, but now it's, it's being co-opted by the big boys. And big, it ma- big movie. It, it makes more sense for theaters to do that. Of course. This independent company that has like no tie. Yeah, we're this middleman who is... Ba- <laughs> we're basically a bank. Yeah. Right? Right. We're that's just a, issuing exactly Visa cards I'm that can only be... I'm still not sure it's food how they stamps. were monetizing it. It's food stamps for movies. How were they monetizing that? I'm sure they, they were, they're taking they, a percentage. They said they were, they said they were like selling the, the, like the viewing habits of their customers. Oh. Like that's, they were sharing that. For, but like, the th- don't the theaters have that info already? Yeah, it's called like, tickets. I sign into it's my called, Alamo Draft House called, account. I go buy a ticket <laughs> and then they count up, okay, this many people saw this movie. No, but it's not just that. They want to know who you are. They want to know what you do. They want to know where you live they want to know how many movies they want to know everything it's big brother yeah mm-hmm. i hate that show and they can't do <laughs> i hate reality tv isn't it weird that reality but there are TV two reality tv shows that i love still a thing what's that are they real I watch, which sarah and i watch dancing with the stars oh that's fine listen competition shows are great we dig i that. used to love survivor and we dig uh we dig some of the cooking shows we'll watch a little bit of Gordon oh yeah Ramsey now and then oh man we used to watch the uh, the house swapping shows where it's like we'll decorate one of your rooms you decorate one of ours did you see like they had a show that's like wife swap <laughs> Which was at one point like a comedy sketch from Dave. Uh, I think Dave really? Chappelle did it, and then suddenly someone was like, "No, let's actually make that a Life show." Imitating art, yeah, dude, or vice art. versa. Art. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, what do you think of Sasha Baron Cohen? Sasha Baron dude, he Cohen's? is getting, he's coming under fire right now. That guy's that guy's got so many balls. Yeah, the biggest balls, and he's of them all. He's fucking brilliant, though. Like he's super fucking. I can't believe brave. people keep falling for this shit. Like just what it seems. It's because obvious. he was out of the. He was out of it for like ten years. Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen hadn't done anything. There was no Ali G. There was no Bruno. Mm-hmm. There was no Borat. People forgot about Sasha Baron Cohen, <laughs> and, and now suddenly he's back with this fucking like this weird Israeli kind of yes. character or whatever. Uh, oh, dude, and he's got people talking about like arming children in schools. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, I can't um, watch that stuff though, but I'm glad to know that oh, it's going it, on. Does it make you feel awkward? People are making fools of themselves. Yeah, it's the same reason. Like I, I, can't, I can't watch, watch The Curb. Office or Curb. Or yeah. Any, yeah, it's a little too uncomfortable for me. I got you. Life is awkward enough on its own. This I don't need true. reminders. Living my life's not hard <laughs> enough. Speaking of life oh. and things happening, no. We never we haven't talked about James Gunn. We that didn't whole situation that's with James right. Gunn. That was that was like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, and we just dude. totally did an episode without mentioning well, it. Well, did you see uh, I think it was today, yeah. the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy you, put together like a, a letter that they all signed. You and like a dozen other people on my Facebook feed all like changed that to their profile pic or their yeah. cover photo. Yeah, it's a nice show of it's solidarity. Powerful. It's it's fun. It's chances that uh, anything will happen. From it, no, or I don't, I don't think you so. think Disney they can't appear to backtrack. You know what? I'll tell you, mm. they could, and it'd be it, a lot of goodwill towards it'd be fans. A, it'd if be they a did. lot of goodwill towards fans, but it had to be a big meal. If culpa. someone, mea culpa, mea culpa, mea culpa. If someone I came forward her. and said, "You know what? We made a mistake. You guys are right. We would love to invite uh, James Gunn. We back. acted too briskly. We have reconsidered our position. It's brisk, baby, and we are all about uh, giving people second chances. That's what the franchise is about i know so ironic don't you think a little too ironic mm-hmm. uh but yeah that's uh, i guess i'm pissed off because 
Me too. It, this is something that happened 10 years ago. That he'd already apologized you're for not the, but before, six years before ago. Before we even talk about that. Oh, sure. You're not the same person you were 10 years ago. Oh, uh, what? I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. No. Like, what we're saying is that people cannot change. We cannot evolve. What we're saying with this with this punishment of James Gunn, yeah. we're saying we do not accept that you can change. Who, who you are. were then is who you will always be, and it's useless to try to And even though change. you apologized for it. Right. Fuck it. You were, we're still going to punish you. Well, I, I see their point of view from the like spineless corporation. A certain point of view. <laughs> it's like there's there there is some risk in keeping him on that we're going to get protested. Or other things may come up. When we'll have a whole PR disaster. There is little to no risk. We live to in just a world where the president's on camera saying, "Grab her by the pussy." <laughs> I know. And everyone's like, "It's fine. It was locker room talk." He right. said it, you know, and it, it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. These are the same people that are calling for James Gunn's head. I know. Because of some shit that happened 10 years the, ago. The one that pisses me off is when uh, everyone's comparing it to Roseanne. They're like, oh, where, were you, where was your righteous indignation when Roseanne was getting fired for shit that she... Well, that's totally apples and oranges. That's stuff she said two months ago. Yeah. Uh, it still holds and those still beliefs. doesn't understand what and, she said that was wrong. I know. And, and then tried to like be a shit about it. It was like... Oh, that was my medication right. that made yeah. me say that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and she wasn't really trying to be funny. I mean, it was kind of couched in a joke, but it was just like a mean-spirited joke. Yeah, it, Clearly, was, it was Biff Tannen. What James Gunn was doing was like kind of shock. Uh, you know. I've done that before, too. Have you oh, ever done that when you were like younger yes. and you were with your friends? Dude, I could never... say shit that was like... It was just shocking. I could never hold office, and there is probably video of me doing and saying things that would have me disqualified from any number of government positions. Oh yeah, no. When I would hang out with like Shannon and Kyle, we we did like this apartment wrestling stuff, and like we we sexy. We said some horrible shit. Yeah, horrible shit. That's what you do, man. Ever got out? But yeah, but if it ever got out, like it's like whoa, shame on you, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, No, so I. I live I, in a glass house, so I will not throw rocks. Let's put it that way. No, you don't. This is That's a beautiful from house. from the Bible, wood. It's from, you know, turn of the century. It's all holograms, actually. It's We're a on a gem, holodeck right gem now. Gem and the hologram? Uh, so there's that. There's. Um, did you see the rumor about them uh, canceling the, the 20th Century Fox X-Men films? Oh, no. That they what? had already pushed back a year. Yeah, that Dark Phoenix X-Men movie. It's Wait. rumored to be canceled now. Wait, they already shot it, though, didn't they? They shot most of it, but now they're <laughs> pushing it back. Uh, the New Mutants, oh, that's getting pushed. Yeah. That, that's the Because rumor. they're making room because, to reboot yeah. it all and yes. make it part of the universe. Uh-huh. Now oh, it, it belongs to Marvel How Studios. bad would that suck if you're three quarters of the way through shooting a film and it's like, oh, we just merged with our uh, this parent company now right. and uh, they want to retool your, oh, yeah. the movie that you're shooting currently. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't want you to be in it. Oh, sorry, Dark <laughs> Phoenix. Sorry, Sorsha. Right? Isn't that Sorsha Ronan? No, it's not Sorsha Ronan. Well, who the fuck is it's, that? Uh, it's the chick that plays Sansa Stark. Um, mm. whose name escapes me right yeah, now. Me too. Because it's 11 o'clock at night. I, I, never, I, know, I don't remember any of that mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have we not talked about? Like We need Somebody to catch up on some who stuff. who will be coming back in a film yeah. that we did not think was coming back. Daniel Craig. <laughs> That's right. In episode nine. Yeah. No, uh, no yeah, of course. Carrie Fisher. That was the news that broke on Friday, right? That J.J. Uh, Abrams came out and said, oh, by the way, we've got some footage, got some scenes that we shot for yeah, the first one. For the first one, we're, we're going to use them. It. And uh, now we are. I don't. I don't understand how that's possible. I do. Yeah, it's Ooh. magic. It's you movie the... <laughs> magic, Joel. Yes, but there's only so much they can do. I have a feeling that she was going to die in the third in their this third. Yes, movie. but in like a glorious climax. Well, I'm sure they could do stuff with editing. You're an editor. I know, but the, they they've already gone out on the. They've limb. announced that they're bringing Mark Hamill back. He, he's not dead. <laughs> I mean, 
You strike me down, but I'll become more powerful than you can possibly Spirit will always live on. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was looking at old clips of her from uh, Force Awakens, and she's wearing other outfits. They're going to have to Photoshop out what she's wearing. Yeah. Unless unless we're supposed to believe that, oh, she's She's, got like a closet full of... She stopped wearing dresses. same. Like in The Last Jedi, she stopped wearing dresses, went back to her admiral. So at the very least, I can see them like taking her head off of the body of the footage they had, putting her in new clothes. Oh, yeah. That'll that'll happen. It'll be like Crispin Glover from those uh, Alice in Wonderland movies yes. that Tim Burton did with huh. like his face on a CG body god yeah that'll that's be, weird was that what they did with Crispin Glover yeah he's like super tall yeah. and lanky and oh, I didn't even think about that his body looks weird that's crazy that yeah you know who didn't look weird uh, in that film Helena Bonham Carter oh man she's great she, she, looked she was the best part about she really movies. was very good coming soon to an episode of the editing maybe day. yeah the maybe Alice in Wonderland soon. I'm excited about it I, I, I trust JJ Yes. Um, I know a lot of people are concerned. They're like, oh, great. Now we're going to get another movie that's a clone of like Return right. of the Jedi. Nah, like, let's just worse see. things let's that just can wait happen. and see. There, exactly. Mm-hmm. There are worse things I could Colin do. Trevorrow could be uh, directing here. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> oh, I saw that over the weekend. Oh, the, the new Jurassic Park movie? I skimmed through Fallen World. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Whatever. So your thoughts. Jurassic Kingdom. Your thoughts. Uh, yeah, it's totally a skimmable movie. Like, there's no it's reason that this needs to exist. It's, it's complete it's shit. kind of embarrassing. The, the performances are embarrassing. Yeah. I'm embarrassed for Jeff Goldblum having come back. <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah. But you see what I was talking it's about? It's a monster that, like, movie the, now. The, the character arcs make no sense. Like, where they are and what right. they're doing. Yeah. The fact that she's the one that has to recruit him to, like, come on, let's go save this dinosaur you trained and you mm-hmm. have a connection with. Like, you were scared as fuck. Like, you hated those <laughs> things. Why are you on a committee to save these? Uh, I hated that movie. But you know yep, what? Not good. Skyheart. Real fun. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that's that what we started talking about. Skyscraper was so fun. Dude. Stupid as shit. Hey man. But for some reason, like with Rampage, that movie was so fucking dumb. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, man. Rock he the can Dwayne Johnson. Sell anything. He could have been Ethan Hunt in the new uh, mission. No, hey. he's Luther Strickle. I already read Maybe. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I watched Rogue Nation. Ah, yes. And that was fucking amazing. Right? I don't know if Didn't it I was tell you? if it was so good because I was coming straight off of watching two again. That probably helped. But this movie it was so Fucking fun, man. Yeah. Seeing Ethan Hunt be like a, a, a to be a mortal man, mm-hmm. to see a flawed hero. Right. Like seeing him crash it. Dude, that part where he and and uh and Sean of the Dead <laughs> Simon that, Peg, yeah. They get in that fucking car wreck and I'm like, okay, that anybody would die. Yeah. Like everyone's dead. They Anyone should all be dead. That. But the fact that like they get in that fucking wreck and then even before then, when Tom Cruise dies doing that swimming thing, which oh, yeah. by the way. A little too much. That's that yeah. whole underwater bit. One action set piece too many. Yeah. And it went on a little longer. I'm also terrified of drowning. Yes. There are three things. I never want to burn alive. Nope. I don't want to drown. Yes. And I don't want to die in a plane wreck. These are all things that I think most people should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So watching Tom Cruise slowly dying in that water bit, <laughs> yeah. I'm that's, like, come on, dude. Yeah. I cannot do this. Not since Deadpool have <laughs> I felt more anxious sitting in a theater. But then she brings it back to life and she takes the fucking Spoiler drive alert. and runs and to see Tom Cruise like get Benji and like he's like, come on, we gotta get her. And, and he tries like, to slide over the car and he just like <laughs> just falls. Just falls. He's like, That's when like, I love Tom Cruise. He's like, the what's most. wrong with you? He's like, I was just dead five minutes ago. <laughs> I love the way he plays. He's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what's going on? But then he gets in that that car wreck, mm-hmm. and then he gets on a fucking motorcycle. Yeah, it's intense. Uh, but and he crashes. He's fucking constantly crashing. See, he's vehicles. not a superhero he's like not, he was, and in, it uh, makes a much more enjoyable film. Listen to our Mission Impossible two episode from last week somebody else said this and i'm stealing it right all now. right tom cruise mm-hmm. fucking soars when he surrounds himself 
with great supporting actors. Yes, he rises. And that's exactly what he did in this in Mission Impossible 5. That was he's, you who said that. Actually. He's surrounded by fucking great guys. Great, great well, great cast. Mm-hmm. That new chick that they added to it. She's yeah. so good. She's great. And he You'll surrounds like himself with these people and his performance is elevated to a whole other degree. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, guys, I can't even imagine that Mission Impossible 2 and Mission Impossible 5 are part of the same franchise. They shouldn't be. They should no. be uh, part two should be disavowed. It's so amazing. Just like uh, IMF <laughs> agents. You're, yes, you're involved. I wish Mission Impossible 2 would self-destruct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it did. It did. It's why haven't they named... Exists. That'll be the name of the next one. Mission Impossible Self-Destruct. Self-Destruct. Dude, why has that not been used? I don't know, man. Joel, cut this part out. <laughs> put it, Write it down on a piece of paper. Mail it to yourself so you I have think, this stamp. I think it should be Mission Impossible <laughs> the time he chose not to. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, <laughs> this mission, should you choose to accept it? Nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Roll a, credits. I'm going to keep climbing my mountain. <laughs> Do that my Jesus pose. It would have been a way better film if he were just like, nah, I'm okay. What song is that? Hey, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I went on. Cut that part out. And I went on down that oh, road. That was, that was last week. Hey, nope. hey, hey, yeah. Nope. This is the editing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. On the next Wave Radio Network, my name is Joe. Mine's Joe. Is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes bad movies. No matter what the case, uh, every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other. Uh, and you, our lovely listeners, will dissect it, take it apart, see what it did right, what it did wrong, and then maybe find out if we could put it back together a little bit better than the way we found it. Uh, this week, it is my pick. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it's apropos because of the way that Joel and I love to break into song. Yeah. I wanted to talk about a musical. Joel's a big fan of stoner films. How do we put those things together? <laughs> yeah. And we found it in the form of Tenacious D in the pick of Destiny. This absolutely could have been our 420 movie. And in fact, they even begin uh, the film right before <laughs> the credits even roll. Um, Bean and cheese burrito. <laughs> Bean and cheese. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Like smokes a big doobie. Yeah, got these little uh, animated versions of uh, Kyle Glass and Jack Black. Kyle Glass. I'm going to do that the entire. <laughs> There's first name Kyle. Last <laughs> last name Gas. They, they calls me KG Solo Man Five Thousand. <laughs> And it aims to keep it that way. But yeah, they, uh, they smokes a big spleef. Is that what it's called? Spleef. I don't know. I don't take part in that, Joel. You don't know the, the drug lingo? No. The, the smoke from their ass? Lingo the ain't my baby. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, they, they, they go off yeah. in farts, and the smoke turns into THC. Uh, the THC. It's like the play on the THX yeah. intro. The audience is baking. <laughs> it really mm. set, the, uh, set the tone. Yeah. I'm sad we didn't do it for 420. So how familiar are you with Tenacious D? You know, the, my first exposure to them was like early 2000s. I came across this YouTube video. Uh-huh. Actually, was YouTube even around in yeah, the early 2000s? sure was. Yeah. I mean like 2001, man. Yeah, YouTube was around then. All right. Well, somehow I came across this video. Maybe it was on Napster. Um, <laughs> and it was a music video for a song called F- Fucker Hard or Fucker, Fucker Gently. Gently. Fucker Gently. And it was animated. It looked like uh, the guys who did Ren and Stimpy. Uh-huh. Um, and it was this devil, and uh, it's the same animation from the beginning. of the It movie. is the same animation, yeah. isn't it? So whoever did that, um, and I was like, first of all, this is pretty good animation. Second of all, I love this song. Who are these guys? Uh-huh. And then that kind of led me down a, an internet black hole. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Tenacious D, and then found out, oh, they have this TV show on what was it HBO, uh, HBO at the time? Yeah, um, and then the next thing you know, he's in. Uh, What's the John Cusack movie? Oh, High Fidelity. High Fidelity. So whatever year that came out. And I was like, oh, that's that dude from mm-hmm. that 
music video. That's where he kind of he kind of picked up. Yeah. What was uh, your exposure? Shallow Hell. I watched the show when it was on HBO. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It was because it was a Ben Stiller produced thing, um, and uh, you know I, I'm kind of a fan of Ben Stiller. I like his sketch stuff, but uh, I I dug the show. I loved the the concept of the TV show. What it was, was like, the concept? Basically, it's just these two jagoffs, <laughs> Kyle Gass and uh, and Jack Black. These two guys sitting in an apartment. And basically, every episode opened up with, and they show this in the movie too, where they do the whole bit where it's like, "Oh, they must pay the rent with their rock." <laughs> oh, ah, ah. Like they do that. That's how the every episode of the show opened. Oh yeah, was that ah, ah, as they're singing and they're walking into the club, and so the whole thing is like. How are they going to pay the rent this week? Oh, I see. We need to come up with a great song. We need to come up with this. Almost like Flight of the Concords. Yeah, I had the same thought. Mm-hmm. That's no, <laughs> but that's it's kind of like Flight of the Concords was like Tenacious D 2.0. Um where it's like each episode is kind of centered around a theme and mm-hmm. then you get one of their songs. There's like an original song in yeah. every episode. Yeah. Uh and obviously the most uh, the most popular that came out of the Tenacious D TV show was Tribute. Where they're trying to come up with like the greatest yeah. song in the world, and and so <laughs> this they go, isn't it. They go into the fucking uh, the yeah the video machine or whatever, and yep. they, they they create their first video, which is it's really fun. You got a whole thing where Jack Black is trying to teach Kyle about how to be like a good like a, an excellent rock star. Like you have to run with the wolves, and there's like a bit where naked Kyle Gass is <laughs> he's running through a park around dogs and stuff. <laughs> like there's a lot of funny shit in the show, and there it's fun to see all of that stuff brought into this movie. So like the movie is basically everything that they right. did in the show, all their like their greatest hits, kind of put into one story. It did feel like one big long episode, yeah. just from what I know of the show, and it's also kind of telling their backstory. We get yeah. to see, or at least their their version of it, them meeting for the first time in L.A. and uh-huh. hooking up. And uh, I say hooking up. You can't say hooking up anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, it means something I, completely I got, different. I got what you were. You saying. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then uh, them forming the the greatest rock band ever, Tanakh. Tanakh. <laughs> I've had this birthmark since yes. I was born. That's the big reveal. He has birthmark on his ass. Dude, I've got ass mark too. Yeah, and it's like Asius D. You guys. And there's that nice shot of them. Look. As the camera pushes in, uh, their ass yeah. cheeks come together to spell Tenacious D. Do you know the the uh, the etymology of that? I don't. Name? Neither do I. Oh, that part I, thought, I thought maybe you were going to like go nope, into the nope, story. Don't have it. Uh, so is your you, movie, buddy. You'd never seen this movie. I never saw the movie. Didn't really have a desire. Like... I'm uh, I'm I'm on the periphery of being a uh, Tenacious D fan. Like I uh-huh. got some of the songs, and like I said, I saw those music videos, but never seen the show. Um, was aware of this, and I was like, well, okay, we'll wait and see what the uh, what the critics have to say. Yeah. Do you the, know what the, the critics? Have the to critics say, were not very kind. No, to this movie. But and the box office never didn't, are. It wasn't very good either. This shouldn't have even been, this. Should, like if this would have come out today, like uh-huh. ten years later, it would have been a Netflix special. It would have been huge. Yeah. You got Jack Black and. Well, this bald guy that you may or may not know. Yes. Poor guy. Uh, You know what, though? I say poor guy. Fuck that. He has hitched his wagon to the right horse, man. Yeah, he sure has. And he's a a fine musician. He's He's a funny funny guy. Super talented. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it doesn't have the star power that a Jack Black has. Oh, no. No, he doesn't. But he, he really holds his own in this film. Yeah. Does a really good job with it. They're um, a great duo. The uh, we already know how I feel about this movie because I've seen it a million times. <laughs> I fucking it. love it. Mm-hmm. I I quote the fuck out of this movie. Some of my favorite film and musical moments are in this film. Oh yeah. Uh, so I guess what I'm more interested in is your take on it since you'd never seen it before. 
Sure. Uh, like, how did it play to you? Did you did you like it? Did you not? I guess I didn't un- I didn't realize it was a musical. It it by definition it is a musical. They break out into music every ten minutes or so, and sometimes songs are just there to propel a certain part of the story. Yeah. Uh, or oh, we need a sequence here, and sometimes that's to its detriment. As with all musicals, you always have that one stinker. In the middle of a uh, a musical, where you're like, "All right, this is clearly where I'm supposed to get up and go to the bathroom." Which one? While, what uh, was the stinker in this a- one? Any uh, for me, it was the Sasquatch. What? Because, because that whole sequence was like a non sequitur. They could have exercised it from the film, and it wouldn't have affected the plot. Jack Black is tripping on shrooms. But they don't out at the night. Sa- the, see the Sasquatch bit existed in the TV. I show. know, I know, and this is one of these things where it's like I. I understand that there are callbacks to things that happened before, but if they're trying to widen their audience, like I wasn't in on that joke, Aww. and instead it's just like, all right, here's a creepy Sasquatch. No outfit love that for he's John wearing. C. Riley. The sun is. Is that who that was? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know. That's is that who you recast? No. No, oh, I should have recast the uh, the Sasquatch. I did. I did recast. The you Sasquatch. did recast the Sasquatch. I just didn't. I didn't keep John C. Riley. Oh, in it. I'll have to add him in now. Oh man, Sasquatch. See, there's. I can't think of a moment in this movie that I would cut out. Mm. Um. I just gave you one. I think I think all of it works. For me, all of it works. I think this movie's fucking hilarious. It's pretty I lean. think musically, it is fucking great. Yeah. Like just starting off with the Kickapoo song and going into the story, and then it goes into this like killer score during the title sequence, and then comes right back into the story where he's on uh, Muscle Beach mm-hmm. or Venice Beach rather. Yeah. Uh and we see a Kyle Gass with like long hair <laughs> and he's trying to like, you know, he's he's busking. He's out on the street trying to get some 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 money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jack Black shows up. Uh, one of the things that I enjoy about this movie mm-hmm. is the weird power shift that happens about a quarter of the way through it. Yeah. Where Jack is like, he's trying to learn from Kyle Gass, mm-hmm. and Kyle's the one that has the power. And then when things shift, mm-hmm. and suddenly Jack is the one that's like, you forgot to hit record. You fucked up like you usually <laughs> do. Like, just to kind of see them fu- like fall into their traditional roles. My favorite part film. of this film is any time that uh, Jack Black gets frustrated with the camera. <laughs> that moment in the diner where uh, he's trying to talk to him about the plan, and, and Kyle Gass is like hitting on the three blondes in the corner. Mm-hmm. He's like, Kyle, God! <laughs> he can't even bring himself to finish it. What about the cameos in this movie? Oh my god, so many cameos. Like, yeah. I don't even know where to start. The diner scene that you were just talking about. Amy Poehler is the, the waitress. Amy Poehler's the Starky waitress. Amy Adams shows Amy up. Adams. I had no idea that was there. I saw her listed at IMDb and I was like, where the fuck was she? This was after I'd seen the entire film and I had to go back and find. She's like in two shots in that uh, bar scene, just kind of shaking her head. Mm-hmm. Doesn't she get to, like guts or brains blown on her? That's one of the girls. Yes, sir. That's fun. We got, the, the movie starts with Meatloaf. As the yeah. father, like they do a flashback, and Ronnie Jack James, Black. the late Ronnie James Dio. Okay, fill me in. Who was that? He was a, a heavy metal star. Who, okay, he headed up his own band, Dio. The, the audience... and then for a while he was uh, the singer for Black Sabbath when Ozzy okay. left the band. There you go. Yeah. Well, I wasn't following it that far, but yeah, they were treating it like, oh, you should know who this is. Well, you've heard the song "Holy Diver." You've been down yeah, too long his... in the midnight sea. That's one of his. That's Dio. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. I was not that had not occurred to me, dude. It did not occur to us, dude. But uh, maybe I'm not the intended audience for this. But really, I, but God. I knew the rest of them, and I. I, I was so sure you were going to watch this movie, and I was going to come back here, and you'd be like, "Dude, I finally like I no, see listen, colors now, I, and I can hear the birds singing." <laughs> I, I I really did enjoy it. It is a it is a B plus for me. It's a great stoner film, like you said, good music. I love this kind of music. I love just like fucking thrashing on the guitar. Like uh-huh. that's the kind of stuff I grew up with. Yeah. And you you don't realize you don't hear that kind of stuff anymore unless you seek it out. Yeah. And I'm I miss that just kind of like rawr, metal rock. 
You had um, he's got a great metal voice. Half the cast from Mr. Show is in this. <laughs> yeah, uh, like all the 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 side players from Mr. Show, like when they did the uh, the Clockwork Orange bit, D- where yes. he's, he's sleeping on the bench and it's like, like welly welly well. Yeah, <laughs> he's like yeah, he does look like a fucking baby. <laughs> and they hit him. He's like <clears throat> we baby. Right. And, and it's Break so weird and comes out of nowhere that you have this whole like Clockwork Orange bit yeah, that's in it. That was a pretty deep cut. Um, but I, I. You're right. It does play out like an elongated episode of the TV show where it's... I mean, they even have like little chapter headings that are the tarot cards that kind of separate bits of the movie, Mm -hmm. which was kind of one of the things I liked about Kevin Smith's Clerks. Me too. I liked the little chapter headings. Just had like a really long... You gotta sit there and watch that movie with a dictionary. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, what does this mean? What's catharsis? Pause. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, for for Uh, an 18-year-old Joel Bernson, I didn't know. Fucking student film. Mm Mm-hmm. yeah, the, the 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 story is silly. On its surface, the story is silly. The thing that I feel where it excels is how it tells that story mm-hmm. and who they employ to come like bring this story to life. Fred Armisen, he's great as one of the security so cards. Fucking great! You could tell he's improving that story too. <laughs> yes, and it's just like, like he's that, and they're trying to punch me. I'm coming down like this. There's that, and there's where he's like scatting and he's like smoking <laughs> his weed. And he's like boop <laughs> Oh uh, man, what else? Who ben else Stiller, this? dude. Ben Stiller is one of the best the roles in this music store guy. It was so bad. Halfway through, uh, when they've realized they're looking for uh, for the this pick, the pick of destiny. Yeah, that they've realized is they like want to make money. They're like, what the fuck? How do we? How can we write that hit? That hit mm-hmm. song? Because they've gone, they've played in the clubs, and he tries to talk to the club manager played by Paul F. Tompkins. Yes, and he's like, so is it? He's like, yeah, that's good. Just maybe write some new material. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you were good. We were badass. Uh, and so they're trying to find other ways, and they're going through. And he's like, "These guys are all so awesome. What do they have that we don't?" And yeah. Kyle Gas picks up on it. Well, they all have the same guitar pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got one. <laughs> Look at that. I'll have to put this on the Facebook page first. Yes, sir. Joe has his very own my own POD pick of my destiny. Pod. I like that. Does it glow green? As no, well? it doesn't. Can you break it? No. Let's I try. Would... <laughs> <laughs> I am complete. Um, so yeah, they they realize that they all have the same guitar pick. So they go to this music store and they're like, "Oh, we better go talk to the dude. Maybe we got to special order it." And so That's they awesome. find Ben Stiller and they start talking about the pick of destiny. He's like, "Oh shit! How'd you hear about this?" And he brings them into a closet <laughs> and he starts telling them a story with the fucking the lights lit. off. Yeah, and the Kyle Gas like. I think I see a light switch back here somewhere. <laughs> the way that Ben Stiller plays off that he's just so unimpressed with these two fucking guys, even though he's trying to impress them with the bullshit in his story, <laughs> yeah. where he's like, I quit my job. I moved to the Vatican. Yes, I, I learned, learned Latin. Latin. <laughs> I earned the trust of the night. What was yeah, that? The, yeah, the, the night shift the, guard. The, 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 night, uh, the night watchman at the That's Vatican. That's what it was, yeah. I got this tablet. It's in Latin. <laughs> so I translated. It took six years. Yes. Just the story keeps going on and on. And you said, you know, like Fred Armisen, you could tell he's like improving. I feel like there's a little bit of that in everybody who's in this movie. Yes. Like Ben Stiller riffing on this story. Mm-hmm. Fucking Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins is in this. Fucking Tim Robbins. Love his character. Killing it. Killing it in both scenes that he's in. He's doing like, like a really uh, interesting accent, too, that I've never heard him do before. Yeah, like a like almost like a Transylvanian thing. Yeah. I want to ask you this. Okay. Do you think Tim Robbins is the wizard from the story 
trying to get the pick of destiny back? You know, I was curious about his character because they never really successfully tied it up. No. The last time we see him, <laughs> when he's like, you'll, ne- you'll never catch me. You <laughs> he, catch- starts, he starts, starts hobbling away. He, he and they, just, walk they just easily come up to him and grab him. And he's like, oh. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I like where it. he's telling Jack Black about how he had snuck into the the Rock and Roll History Museum, right? And he was like, and then I got stuck caught by one of those lasers, and a door came down on my leg. It took my fucking leg. And then he's like, but that pick, if I had my leg again, I'd be able to get that pick. Oh, I miss that sweet ass leg. <laughs> <laughs> he is good. I love. He's at his best doing comedy. I know he's like Oscar award winning and everything and Shawshank Redemption. Um, but uh, I love him in uh, what's the what's the Coen Brothers one? What's the first the, um, the Hudsucker Proxy? Hudsucker Proxy. That was one of the first things where I was like, oh, this guy's funny. He's super funny. He's goofy. What about Howard the Duck? You didn't think he was funny when he was in Howard the Duck? Oh, Jesus, I forgot. I've I've tried to block that Filzy? Film from my mind. You forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm forgetting it, Bob. <laughs> You're going to the Rock and Roll History Museum? <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. I'm just thinking, you look like a couple of rock and roll types. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. So, the movie... See, I loved the Sasquatch bit. Yeah? I thought that was really great. Because basically what we're doing in that moment is we're covering the ground. Like He's supposed to go seven miles well, to get to the... time is what so we're, we're doing. But in a funny way, dude. <laughs> yes, it was funny. He, you're my son, JB. <laughs> you're, see, you're even laughing thinking about it. Yeah, but I guess how silly it is. My but in the moment, I wasn't says. enjoying it. But in retrospect, when I can look back on the pain and laugh. Yeah. No, it wasn't wow. that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. Uh, so, okay. So that was a bit that you, you didn't enjoy. But, but my favorite moments are when they're... Uh, the, the more tender moments, Joe, if you will. When they're uh, putting, when they're ass cheek to ass cheek. Dude, I totally miss you. But when they're... That whole... Yeah, yeah that was actually kind of sweet. Um, and like early on when they're... Uh, like you said, there's that moment when the, the power change happens. When yes. Kyle Gass, who's kind of been running the show... And you realize, uh, one, that he's bald. Yeah. Oh, my two, God. Yeah. that he was picked on as a child. Uh-huh. And two, that his mother is sending him checks. Yeah. Saying, I love you, pumpkin. The that I'll tell you what, man. Liam Lynch, the director of this movie, he mm. directed a lot of their shows, too. Of course. Uh, and I think he directed the Wonder Boy video. I think he's directed just about everything that That's done. another one I've seen. That motherfucker like, puts together a beautiful fucking image. Like, his, his eye is really good. And there's that bit where... When uh, K- when when Jack finds out that KG's full of shit, mm-hmm. and Kyle starts like packing his stuff, yeah. and I love Jack's like, "What? What are you doing? What are you packing?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Kyle's like, "I've got to go home, dude. I can't pay for. I got to go live with my parents. I can't pay the rent anymore. I spent the last rent check. Oh, you dick! Yeah, what did you spend it on?" And Kyle brings out the guitar. Mm-hmm. It's got a bow on it. And when Jack opens that up, just visually, the mm-hmm. way that looks, the way that's filmed, Jack Black's reaction, yeah. I'm like, damn. Like, it's one They're of those, doing like a slow tilt up uh-huh. the, uh, the neck of the guitar. It looks like Jack Black looks like Galahad from Excalibur. <laughs> yes. Finally finding the yeah. Holy Grail. Like, the, the look in his eyes, and you sit there and go, like, for, for a second, for just half a second, you ponder the potential of, like, what if they tried to make something super serious like what if they tried to make right. something like super yeah. super quality 
like just the potential that we have here, it's almost scary how beautiful this looks. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then it goes back into like dick and fart jokes. And stuff. Yes, but it, it does get you in the feels for those moments. And uh, this film would fail if were it not for the chemistry between these two guys. Like they clearly have been around each other a long time, are comfortable riffing with each other, as opposed to just like, oh, let's just get uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith and they're charismatic on their own. Certainly they'll or be funny together. Sean William Scott and what's his name? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, no, no. In uh, yeah, in <laughs> the, the rundown. rundown. Yeah. Uh, but there was that other one. It was uh, Dude, where's my car? Ashton, Ooh, Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott. Yeah. No chemistry well, there. I'm gonna put that on Ashton Kutcher. Friends. That guy's got no fucking personality at all. I've wow. never seen him in anything. But he was Steve Jobs. Exhibit A. Thank the, you very much. The best Steve Jobs. Movie Listen ever. to our Steve Jobs episode. Yes. From gosh, that's something we did three do. years ago or something. Four probably. I may have to repost that I one. Think that was, was a year one thing. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, so you like the music in this movie? Did you dig the music? I liked seventy percent of the music in the in the film, um, wow. and I, but and I did appreciate how uh, there's huge stretches that we talked about earlier, where in any other movie we would just be oh, this would just be a scene of Jack Black breaking into this uh, facility. <laughs> But in this movie, you get it narrated by song. So he's like singing a song the about... The mission is clear. Yeah. I'm going over there. Yeah. I'm going to do the mission. Yes. It gets narrated. That happens two or three times. And uh, that always made me crack up. Especially the scene where they're they're about to get the pick of destiny. They've broken into the museum. The cock. They're in the, they're in the Remember room. Remember the cock. But it's the whole, the whole uh, scene where he's going through the lasers. Yes. And uh, if you listen to the chorus or some of the things that he's saying... Uh-huh. He's, he's actually calling out names of video games at one point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because of the moves that he's doing, it uh-huh. corresponds. And yes, yes. He, he has to get a boner to push the button that'll turn the, <laughs> the lasers off. Cock push ups. And you've got a, a chorus singing which, cock. Which was another thing from the TV show. Cock push ups? And from their, their album. Hmm. The first Tenacious D you mean album. The, the, wasn't a fresh idea. They, they didn't have, they had the inward singing, which I don't think they did in the movie. Uh, <laughs> inward singing? In, or? Inward. Inward singing. Inward. That changes everything. Inward yeah, singing. <laughs> That's Song of the South. That's on um, uh, Sasha Barrett Cohen's next episode. So, really cool. The fact that this this group that's famous for a, a song called Tribute, mm-hmm. and it's all about the greatest song in the world that they sang to defeat the devil, right. but they can't remember what it was. Yes. And the fact that this movie finally de- delivers to you what the song was. Yeah. And then they like play that. off of it afterwards as they're sitting around yeah. like thinking back what to it. What was it again? They're like, how'd that song go again? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, the best uh. number in the movie. Yeah. Is that final bit with Dave Grohl as the devil? Do you remember when we did our live show? Listen to our live show episode from uh, I remember a long time ago, our Master of the Universe episode. Yeah. You thrown out an idea once. We were like, "Hey, what if after the show, after we've made the audience sit through the movie and then sit through us talking about the movie, what if we end on this big number where we like lip sync?" And I hadn't seen the movie at the time. Yeah, like, we could lip sync the the devil battle song from the end of Tenacious D. Sure. And I was like, people are just going to want to go home. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to sit And it's that true. Shit. People did. This, that's like a seven-minute long segment. I'm, uh-huh. I'm so glad we didn't do it. But doesn't mean I wasn't uh, <laughs> I wasn't enjoying it. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. That is the highlight. It's super good. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that, as with all things, you've got this, this item of ultimate power, and they start fighting over it, and mm-hmm. it breaks. And I love that, like, Paul Tompkins comes out. He's like, what's wrong? He's like, we broke the pick, and now we're not going to be fueled by Satan. Right. He's like, Satan lives in all of us. It's that part of us that just doesn't want to get up to go to work. Yeah. Or says, fuck you to the people we really hate. (laughs) Uh, and, And so he, like, you know, he ushers them inside. He's like, you could sit on the ground and cry like babies, or you could go in there as friends. 
and rock. And like, and Jack Black's like, I've already got a guitar pick anyway. And it's the one that Kyle Gass threw at him That's at the beginning right. of the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, let's go show him what Tenacious D is all about. And Paul F. Tompkins is laughing to himself and stuff, and he picks up the, the pick. Did you see that coming? I did not see that coming. That he was going to end up being Satan? If I didn't know that there was a Satan in this film, I wouldn't have known what was about to happen, <laughs> even as that scene was playing out. Yeah. Yeah. So then they, they come out, and that's when they have to have their rock off with the devil. Played and, by uh, Dave Grohl in the conditions. The Foo Fighters. That, like, they, that if they win, the devil has to pay their rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and also go back to hell. But if the devil wins, he gets to take Kyle Gass back with him. <laughs> uh, and he's it, pantomiming all the things he's going to do with him. Yes. I mean, he just gets like that whole rack of like torture devices <laughs> and gel. Uh, <sighs> so good. I, again, that, that sequence, I think, is the best part of the movie. It's, mm-hmm. It just... The music... Again, the music like it could be just like shitty generic rock, right? But it's not like these guys are actually really good songwriters. I've seen Tenacious D live. Have you? No way. Had, oh yeah, had had a great time. It was their Rise of the Phoenix tour, which is mm-hmm. the whole album of like Rise Like the Phoenix is all about like their regret for doing the Tenacious D <laughs> movie. Really? Yeah, it's all oh, regret. No. In yes. fact, one of the songs opens up with like when Tenacious D was a huge ass bomb. <laughs> uh, we thought it was time we should probably quit and hang it up and then but then we rise like the phoenix. That's funny. Uh, yeah, by the way, this movie had a budget of 20 million and only uh garnered 13 million at the box oh. office. So, uh I'm sure they've made it back since then. You hear it a million times when they talk when you talk about movies and stuff where mm-hmm. people are like, "Well, time's going to tell on that one." mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I do think time's going to tell on that Tenacious D movie. I don't think that this film was a mistake. I don't think it was a, no. I don't think it was a bad idea. I think it was it's executed really well. But I do agree with you. I think that the outlet for this movie would have been more of a of a Netflix or an Amazon Prime thing. Right. Yeah. This isn't something you go to the theater. theaters for. No. no. But now you could. Like this is totally a, a draft house deal. Yes. You could do a sing along like the Tenacious D sing along oh, at the draft house. Interesting. Yeah. I'm we sure should do that. Some, we'd be the only ones in the audience. No, we wouldn't do that. It would you be wouldn't. huge. No, you're probably right. It would be I wonder, because now it's been like, what, 12 years now, yeah. right? Yeah, 2006 when this came out. That's right. Hey, listen, if Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, has midnight showings, yeah. then surely this uh, Dude, if the, room, <laughs> if the Room can do as well as it does in midnight showings. That's a good point. Uh, so, okay, I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot of specific notes on this because I've seen the movie so many fucking times. Well, you were talking about musical moments. Uh, one of my favorite musical moments isn't even original music from this film, but it's as they're escaping after they've got the pick of destiny. They've, they've gone through all the lasers. Uh, Fred Harmerson and the other rent-a-cop are chasing them, and uh, there's a door slowly closing. They set it up earlier in the film. Won't be fooled again. <laughs> Kyle Gass is uh, teaching him how to do the power slide <laughs> on his knees. When he's got the all the uh, the hockey yes. gear on, the Geek Simulator trained. 2000. That's right. <laughs> uh, and they both just simultaneously do the power slide through this door, and yeah, the who kicks in. <laughs> Lee, 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 Lee. What do you think of Lee? Their buddy Lee. Oh, is he the the, the pizza the delivery su- the guy? super fan? <laughs> the guy who's just like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, dudes. <laughs> their number one fan. That every band has. That's every right. Every band has that one friend that's like always their at the shows. Uh-huh. That's right. I've been there, man. Were you the fan or were you the 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 band? Uh, no, no, I was definitely the fan. The band. Yeah, I was the group band. The he was, band. He's the young Neil of this movie. Yeah. What else do you have? Yeah, that's no, all I twice. Got, man. That's, that's all you have. All I got. What did you? Uh, what do you think that Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny did right? Oh, what did it do right? Um, man, it's all the all the cameos, all the uh, the different little bit players that they got to sign up. But I gotta admit. My favorite scene of this film 
uh, is actually at the very beginning. And then to, when to that little kid is playing the young Jack Black. Who also played young Jack Black in Nacho Libre. Oh, is that the same kid? Yes, sir. Well, no no kidding, because he's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like, he totally encompasses uh, Jack Black. Like, his mannerisms. Uh-huh. And uh, that kid must be, like, 10, or 10 years old or something, right? Oh, yeah. And they're making him just, like, say fucking cock and chode <laughs> and... But even when he's like sitting in his bedroom, when he starts talking to the poster, uh-huh. the 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 looks on his face that he's yeah. making, like he's totally just like channeling Jack Black. Yes, he that, is. That kid is my favorite part of this film. That's the best part of the movie. That's my favorite part, uh, dude. The soundtrack. I could listen to this whole thing like over and over and over again. Yes. Uh, especially that Beelzebub's uh, finale. Yeah. I listen to that over in the car. Yeah. I fucking love the music in this movie. Uh, I think it's a it's a fantastic transference. He's from in your the TV range. Show. Oh yeah, sorry. To Jack Black. Yeah, not really. Or he you're gets, in his range. He I gets a say. little high. Yeah. He can get a little yeah, higher he does. than he can. Yeah. <laughs> no, but his his range is a little higher than mine. Yeah, but you, uh, you got that same quality of voice though. And thank you, you. You've got a hell of a singing voice. I would. That's argue. great. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, what did Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny do wrong? I agree with you that I like the music, but. Not all the songs are up to snuff. Some are there for filler. Some are there to get to that one thirty-three runtime. Um, I mentioned the Sasquatch song earlier, and uh, gosh, there's at least another one in there. Car where Chase was... City. Yes, yes, absolutely. You nailed it. Yeah. That's one where I was like, mm, maybe we don't need a, a song for this particular chase scene. Yeah, but uh, you got to have some music there, so why not? I mean, it is funny to see Lee watching them on TV getting chased right. while he's on the phone he with them. He calls them. He's like, where are you guys? Oh, we're in a movie. <laughs> and like everything he's hearing is mirroring what he's seeing on the helicopter footage from TV. Yeah. Um, I gotta go. We gotta go. You're making us miss the movie. <laughs> so he hangs up. God, what do, I, what do I think this movie did wrong? Ooh. Uh, Tough for you, huh? I think that it probably would have been a little more fun to see some of the other, like, some of the other hits. Like from Tenacious D, like yeah. Fucker Gently. Fucker Gently would have been nice. Uh, to see the inward singing bit kind of come <laughs> back. Uh, I would have liked to have seen that. I think they did a pretty good job putting the lore of Tenacious D into a fairly cohesive story, though. Yeah, which is more than I could say for a lot of movies we watch. <laughs> Absolutely true. Um, but I guess, yeah, what what the movie did wrong, I think it, it... Even though I wanted it to do those other things, I think that there is a level of inaccessibility... Because there's a lot of fan service in this movie, yeah. a lot of references to stuff like you had to have known this existed earlier in other forms, like the Sasquatch bit, uh, like oh that was that was already a, a tenacious D thing, uh, and they've put it in there. I feel like that's maybe one of the things that brought like newcomers that were like, "What's mm-hmm. this Jack Black movie? Let's check it out." Right. I don't understand a fucking thing that's happening here. <laughs> I think that they could have done a better job making it a little bit more accessible to new people. You know what it feels like? Remember when the Beatles like made a career of just like yes, help doing and, yeah. shitty movies and of Sgt. Like, Pepper songs and albums that they had written, and yeah. it was just like they they were Hard never days, they were always playing themselves. So it, it's kind of the same parallel. But yeah, this is almost like a version two point of the that that moment in time where it's like, oh, who's the big band right now? Even though today should be. I don't think anybody would argue that they're... Uh, Did you call them Tenacious B? I, I said Tenacious P. <laughs> You're all about the Tenacious D? I'm all about the B. <laughs> tenacious D. <laughs> don't laugh at that. That's not funny. It was funny. Oh, yeah. but So when the Beatles made all those films... With karate, I kick your ass. <laughs> From here to Tiananmen Square. <laughs> yes. Ooh, yeah, motherfucker. Which is we learned... Gonna kick your motherfucking dairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We learned earlier... You broke the rules. <laughs> Now I pull out all your pubic hair. <laughs> you really don't know the lyrics. You motherfucker. Then did you have the liner notes you're reading from? Or you motherfucker. You've heard it so many times, you don't I think need I've it. heard it so many times. Mm-hmm. 
That's pretty much it. I'm sure there are words I get wrong, but um, when I went to the Tenacious D show, I brought my saxaboom. You may not know this. I do not. They have a saxaboom song that they play. Okay. Do you know what a... a I don't. Oh, man. Tell me. I'll have to bring... I should have brought it with me with Learn the pick. Me. Yeah. But like, it's this toy. It's like a little saxophone toy that now my daughter plays with, uh, but I had brought it to the show because I thought maybe there was a chance. Like, if I got to the they front, could, they would sign it. maybe they would like sign it or they'd take it and he'd play the play saxophone it. song. Yeah. And he didn't. Aww. But everybody around me was like fucking just worshiping at the saxophone. <laughs> I would hold it up and everybody would go, saxophone. And at one point, Kyle Gass is like pointing to it. Nice. And, but Jack Black wasn't Nothing, paying any attention. Didn't see it. Fuck. Oh, well. The big shit. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Got a big head. Would you, would you, movie rec- star now. Would you recommend this movie? Did uh, you have fun with it? Did Jenna watch it? So... She started to and then bailed. Oh. So it's not for everybody. So I'd say you'd have to be a Jack Black fan. You have to be at least tolerant of that style of music, that kind of heavy metal thrash rock. Um, and you have to be a little forgiving in your film and know that this isn't like a big budget film. It's a little smaller stoner film. Sure. There's going to be some laughs. There's going to be some fart and dick humor. Yeah. Uh, but you're also going to hear some kick-ass music. Maybe you'll see a few cameos along the way. So... You know what? I will recommend it with those caveats. I would recommend it completely. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoy this as a musical mm-hmm. almost to the exact same point that I enjoy Moulin Rouge. Like, I Ooh, love wow, strong both words. of them for, for two different reasons. But I really love this pick of I want to do. I still want to do a like a shadow cast version. Right. Next like live how, show, like how people do a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I want to do that with Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. I want to do that. I want to somehow adapt this to the stage and enjoy it week on weekends. You could totally friends. be Jack Black. You are our generation's Jack Black. Though. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I do. I think, but, I think uh, you've got all that talent. I appreciate it. In Thank there. you very much. And in there, if we. <laughs> it's in your brain and your head <laughs> and your mind or whatever he says in School of yeah, Rock yeah alright so if we were going to remake Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny Uh-oh. how would we do it Joel? I have only done five okay let me see I did uh, mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six. I did eight. Oh, I have eight people recast we better start uh, low with you uh, I, I have a theme Oh, I have an awesome theme okay that I'm gonna so I'm gonna save it and oh, I'm going shit. to insist that you go first. You're going to go with me? Yeah, you right. just go ahead. In Venice Beach, there was a man named Cage. That's just gas, actually. When he was busking, he was all the rage. Kyle gas. He met Jables, and it taught him well. <laughs> all the techniques that were developed in hell. My Sasquatch. It's at the bottom of my list. Sure. But Peter Mayhew. <laughs> oh, God. Built an entire career out of being tall, furry people. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I, I heard that uh, he's not doing so well. He's not in very good health No, at the man. He hasn't been in good health for a while. Yeah, yeah. He was walking on crutches for a while. I'm surprised they... I even... was walking on crutches. <laughs> walking with my feet dragging <laughs> two inches off the for ground. <laughs> walking on crutches. <laughs> for as long as those feet that I can feel. <laughs> Lost my foot due to diabetes. So that's my Sasquatch. Next up is uh, the the devil, aka Dave Grohl. Yells above. I'm gonna get another guitar player, famous guitar player, who I think also has Satan inside of him. Jack White from uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. How about Flea? Flea. Flea is my Satan. Look at the fleas. I like, at oh, the you f- see the fleas? <laughs> I see the fleas. Look at the fleas, mommy. Do you see the fleas? <laughs> and the next I have the the Tim Robbins character. Uh huh. About Louis C.K. in that role. Ooh, you're well, bringing un- him back. Understated. You're bringing him back. He never left for me. Oh, wow. Actually, I, I can't defend Louis C.K. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Uh, and then my duo of Kyle Glass. I keep see. I wrote Kyle Glass. That's the problem. Kyle Gas and Jack Black. I'm gonna go with a duo uh, from across the pond. How about Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? That's good. Are my Jack Black and Kyle Gas? That's good. Who's directing it? And then uh, how about you know we mentioned him earlier. I think this is kind of like right Colin up Trevorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Trevorrow. Trevorrow, please. Uh, how about Kevin Smith? This is kind of like his style of humor. Music notwithstanding, uh-huh. uh, I, I feel like this is something he would appreciate and right. could regurgitate. Gotcha. Kevin Smith. All right. So my thing is, uh, I know this is about music. It's mm. about a bunch of guys chasing their dreams. That's right. And uh, I've decided to do something very similar. Mm-hmm. Another couple of guys chasing their dream. Oh. Uh, all Uh-oh. right. So first off. Wait a minute. Sasquatch okay. is going to be played by Dolph Lundgren. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Tim Robbins. <laughs> His character going to be played by Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay, our Ben Stiller character mm-hmm. in the uh, the music shop, mm-hmm. played by Matthew Fisher. Beelzebub mm-hmm. is going to be played by Danny Nichols. Oh, Paul F. Tompkins' character going to be played by Matt Doden. Oh. The Lee character, friend of the show, Jay Gunn. Yeah, this whole thing is about a couple of guys just trying to make their podcast dream happen. Sure is. It's going to be the editing bay and the <laughs> mic of destiny. Oh, I love it. Starring Joel Bernson. And Joku. <laughs> now, who am I? You'd be Kyle Gass. Of course I'm Kyle Gass. You'd be Kyle Gass. I'm the bald, unfunny one. No, that's God, not true. Thanks. Dude, there are times when they're busting into the uh, the Rock and Roll History Museum yeah. where Jack Black is doing like barrel rolls uh-huh. and Kyle's like not, but he's still like spinning around and stuff. <laughs> yes. He's like, I'm not really going to commit to doing that. I love that. Uh, so yeah, that would be, it would be our story. And of course... Like, mm. actors that we've talked about would uh. be our cameo people. Oh, like, I love it. What do you like, got? I got Dolph Lundgren. Oh, okay. oh, I see what you're talking about. Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme is the wizard guy. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, uh, that is it. Uh, directed, winner, winner. Directed oh. by Gem and the Holograms, John M. Chu. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah. Now, why that? Because he did that whole movie, and it was based on, like, YouTube videos That's and right. stuff like that. So, I thought maybe he'd be able to take that, like, that podcast society yeah. and community and kind of uh, use that to build this movie. I love that. Yeah. What a great idea. I know, because it's mine. Let's make this happen. Uh, guys, mm. if you've got any thoughts about Tenacious D and the Pig, I know we've burned through it. It's really tough. When you get to a movie like this, and it's like, I, especially in my case, where I'm like, I really love it. I don't have a whole lot of criticisms. Yeah. Just watch it. It's Check fun. it out. It's funny. Um, but if you have any thoughts about Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, um, anything that we glossed over, uh, any other criticisms on your own, if you want to congratulate it for something, let us know about it on our <laughs> Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash editing bay. Uh, or even easier in the search function, put in the editing bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Mm. Click on that. And that's where you could talk back to us. Uh, we've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It's not the edit bay. It's not the editing bay. It's editing bay.com did I do that right I think so yeah something like that editingbay.com please go there uh, bookmark us anytime you need to know something about the podcast you're going to find it there you're going to find our archive section with all of our past episodes there you can listen to all the ones that I've mentioned that I call out throughout the episode uh-huh. uh, you're also going to find a link to our Facebook page the aforementioned Facebook page and our Twitter handle which is at the editing bay please follow us there you're always going to be the first to know what movie we're talking about next week uh, in fact, I think we're two weeks ahead now, so follow yeah. us on Twitter. You're going to find out what that is. Uh, you can see pictures of us. You can uh, buy a shirt to uh, support the show if you'd like. All that and more on EditingBay.com. Guys, please leave us a rating and review on your podcasting app. Five-star rating will be fantastic. Famatastic. Uh, it'll be famacom-tastic. <laughs> uh, Super famacom-tastic. Uh, excuse me. Beautiful. Wow, man. Got that Finally. part out, Jeff. Uh, so, uh, yeah, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you like about the show. And then when you're done with that, share it with your friends. Uh, and uh, I promise we're usually 
a lot more funny than we are. <laughs> no, uh, but please share this podcast with your friends. And uh, uh, we got some some fun stuff coming up next week, right? We do. This is your pick. This is going to be a, uh, it is my pick, but it, it's uh, also a recommendation from my, my lovely bride. Uh, who, you know, when I do a lot of um, films catered towards females, a lot of times it's like robots and monsters and dick and fart jokes. Um, and every now and then we, I want to be an equal... What are you talking about? We talked about Gem and the Holograms Opportunity once. podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying they're few and far between. So I think I think it's time again that uh, we... Uh, We're going to watch Magic Mike. <laughs> we, uh, ooh, coming soon to an episode, but not next just, week. Just coming. We're going to cater to mm. uh, the fair gender next week. Yeah. Uh, with an old 80s movie, late 80s movie. Starring an 80s TV star uh, who was trying to cut it in the movie biz. Yeah. Uh, jury's still out on whether that's happening or not. Or Really? No. She did quite a few. She did quite a few, yeah. but uh, she's not really known as a movie star, would you say? She's probably better known for her stint on Cheers. Yeah. Talking about Shelley Long here. Uh-huh. And the film it's in question. Just Shelley Long, not Shelley Long hair. Shelley Long hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. If it ain't Shelly Longhair. Tell you the tale of Shelly Longhair. That's the next Across the Devil's Plane. <laughs> there you go. Ding, next Tenacious D song. He did not die in vain. No. She's trying to sleep I in the next that. room. I like that he just sings his half. <laughs> That's when they give him the guitar. He just sings his half. Sorry, we're done talking about that movie. Uh, yes, and next week we will be talking about um, Troop Beverly Hills, a little 89 film starring Shelly Long, a bunch of kids. And about uh, Jenny Lewis is one of those kids. Girl, that's Carla right. Gugino. Carla in her first role ever. Yeah, preteen Carla Gugino. Don't get any ideas. I am not. And uh, a slew of other stars. You got Craig T. Nelson also starring in this. That's right. It's all about a uh, girl scout, not girl scout because they couldn't wilderness get the copyright. Girls. The, they're the wilderness. If girls, I remember correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what would uh, wilderness girls be like if uh, they they were in Beverly Hills and grew up privileged with a ton of money? Beverly Hills. Oh, I hate that song. Oh, That's geez. What I want. Give it, give it, give it, give it. <laughs> Living in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills troops next week on or, or troop Beverly Hills. Troop Beverly Hills <laughs> next week. You can tell a. I have seen this film lots of times. Or the wrong guys. Or role models <laughs> with chicks. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cliched, but uh, we'll see if it holds up. Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, like Betty Thomas is in this movie. Who is she? She directed the Howard Stern movie Private Parts. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, sure. And there was one. I, she used to be a member of SNL. Uh, oh, uh, Mary Gross. There it is. Yeah. Mary Gross. She looks like, like a female Martin Short. She's kind of got a fish thing. Oh, my God. She does look like a female Martin Short. Yeah. yeah that's right. But there's this weird thing about her where you're like, I think you could be, probably be hot. She's still kind of attractive. You're kind of attractive. Like, I bet if you try. I, not well, tried. I don't mean it like that. But <laughs> I bet if you weren't made up the way you're made up in this movie. Right. I bet you're like super attractive. When they would show the headshot of her at the beginning of SNL because she was a cast member. Yeah. Um, they were, you know, just kind of had and you're like, makeup and hair done. Huh. And like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't kick out of bed. <laughs> oh, my God. So listen to our feminist episode next week on The Editing Man. All right, uh, guys, thank you so much. Um, I might not be back next week. What? If my plane crashes. No, you'll be I'm fine. I'm so terrified. I'm taking a, a business it. trip. In fact, that's tomorrow Tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's 1133. Mm-hmm. If I get home right now, I'll have four hours to sleep. It's plenty of time. <laughs> Dude, you're going to sleep in the plane. 
I, I hope so. And then in your coffin. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm doing a reverse jinx. I'm putting it Dude. out there so that it won't happen. I hope not. That's what I um, so, yeah, guys, hopefully I'll be back to talk about True Beverly Hills with you. Jeff, thank you so much. Ugh. Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. See you guys next week. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.